Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Leverage Works. I believe this is episode six. Um, I have host Ashwin Hoon back again here to do another one. Awesome. What's going on? I think um, my hair isn't growing back, man. Yeah, great. What is like, I mean, obviously first step is like denial, like it is growing, it is growing, right? That's what you go through first, I'm guessing. What do you mean? I mean, with your head? No, so it grows on the sides faster than it grows down the middle. So yeah, it grows in the middle. Look at this, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's just, can you see this? It's growing out the sides. And over here, I look like you have like this natural Superman flick going on one side of your ear. What is this? I mean, natural. Okay, you have style. I mean, I could be Superman, bro. Anyway, huh? Then moving on. Yeah, yeah. good one. Okay. Um, sorry, what are you saying? Talk about your bald. Then it's good, man. So basically, <laughs> funny good. story. So the other day, uh, I trimmed my dad's head as well, and uh, the next morning, uh, the night guard, the morning guard, the guy who works around the house, everyone has shaved heads. So we just walk out and say, what the fuck is going on? And uh, it was really strange for about uh, half a day. And then we asked, And basically, because there aren't barbers working, everyone's just like going through what you did a few weeks ago and got fed up of their hair and then shaved it off. What is your... Oh, uh, Saikath is here. You want, uh, Parash is here. So what else? What else? Nothing today. What did I do today? Not too much today. How come we didn't have any class today? Uh, I'm taking a break. Um, also, it's really annoying. We have to talk for one hour and I have to answer your inane questions. Hey, I have not been asking any questions. You've been asking, as usual, the most... Oh, he's dropped off. Uh, Parish has dropped off. As usual, you've been asking the most amazing questions of all time. Yeah. And what kind of questions is one supposed to ask? Like, I don't understand. Uh, so that's why I'm tired. So don't ask questions. I was like, might as well try the technique and see what mistake you're making. And then, um, you know, that's when the adjustment can be made as opposed to right now. Exactly. You know, because getting too specific into it, I don't think will help. Yes, it will. So then when we ask specific questions, why? You don't ask me, you don't ask me specific questions. That's the thing. You ask me like, uh, so what, what should my girlfriend be doing? Uh. Yeah, so that's a valid question, man. I mean, the left hand is like... In, in. And before I ask, you're like, okay, before you ask, you use it to control the leg or something. Um, I mean, for, I just I try to think of like ridiculously funny answers when you ask me questions or Polkit asks me questions. They're just, they're just mean. They're not ridiculously funny. They're like one, you know, you know who finds them funny? The only person that finds them funny is probably like Khanna. He's just sitting there chuckling to himself. Well, Khanna hates you. That's different. Oh, uh, Saikath is on. Hey, man. Hey, Ashwin. Hey, Mohit. What's up? How are you? What's yeah, up, man? man? How are you? How are you guys? Good, good, good. Been better. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yes. So, 
let's start with introductions. Uh, we have Saikat Basu here. Yeah. And uh, he's the founder of 411 Fightwear. They make some great jiu-jitsu and grappling specific gear and are the sponsors for this leverage fight night. And uh, Saikat, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. Saikat, have you seen how badly Mohit has aged? <laughs> Normally, he sits on these podcasts and there's no like light on. He sits in the dark like a fucking Jedi. Today, yeah. the lights are on and I'm just looking at his face. He looks like he's aged six years in the last three months. <laughs> well, that's a, that shows like how much you have worked, I guess. <laughs> no, no, more doesn't work. Don't worry. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I do all the work. Like from him, all I get is just barked at and then I get uh, work done. No mistaking <laughs> it for somebody else. This is shit, that is shit. Uh, and then figure it out. Your hairstyle is shit. See, so it's it's constantly with this guy. But uh, where are you, man? Like where are you right now? Yeah, well, I'm in Bangalore right now at home. Uh, been working from home because of the current scenario and uh, our work has uh, uh, I mean after the lockdown it's going to be closed for another two weeks uh, so pretty much going to be working from home uh, till the end of May uh, hopefully I can get back to work and uh, as soon as possible uh, but to be honest with you there's, there hasn't been any shortage of work though uh, <laughs> on the contrary like the work has been more uh, both in terms of uh, my normal work and uh, the business work as well. So, yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, when did you start this company? So, let's just talk about uh, uh, 411. We, we first saw you guys at, uh, I think, first time I saw you guys was at this year's ADCC. When did you start this company? Uh, well, uh, there's a very, very interesting story regarding how we started uh, 411. So, uh, we started back in 2018. And uh, I think it started from, uh, it started, well, it started one year before that, to be honest, when I was training uh, at IJJ and I had ordered one gi in the year 2016, August, from one of my friends in the US. And, uh, and I got it in 2017 of August. And by the time he came and gave me the gi, I had, complete, I had completely forgotten about the fact that I had actually ordered the gi. Because when he ordered, I was like, whose gi is this? I was like, yours. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, you ordered. I was like, when? It's like last year. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, then I was like, okay. Like, but then I needed the gi for a tournament that I was planning to compete. And unfortunately, I couldn't. So I asked Rohit at that point that, why isn't anyone doing anything about it? Like, why don't we have access to good quality gears? Why do we have always have to depend on getting gears from outside? Yeah. And you know, the cost and the amount of time, like one year was too much for me. So uh, what Rohit said that, well, it's not easy. Then my next question to him was, how can it be not easy? Like, it's just a matter of getting stuff and then selling it, isn't it? Then he laughed and said, uh, and, said and told me that, well, it, it, <laughs> it, it just sounds like that, but uh, you can try if you want to. We'll all support you. And then I was like, fine, I will do it. And he said, yes, go ahead, do it, and we'll do our best to support uh, you as much as we can. So, so then I did my research, uh, found out uh, where the geese are sourced, uh, searched the quality of the geese that are available on the market, which geese is good for, which kind of weather, etc., etc. And 
then we found the manufacturers which is usually people go from pakistan and china so we usually started from that scene uh, got the geese gave a, gave quite a few number of geese for free for sampling to the people uh, at ijj uh, and they were kind enough to give us like a very good feedback and they liked it so we went ahead with our offline uh, initial you know starting the uh, start, uh, starting the company and selling it offline so and then people really liked it and uh, then we understood that okay that we had quite a kind of understood like what is the demand and how whether what kind of geese people are looking at and they were really really happy at the fact that someone finally started it so and the one thing that we focused on right from the beginning is that the two things that we wouldn't ever compromise on is the quality and uh, the cost uh, of the uh, geese because uh quality of course there's uh, needless to say that the quality has to be good and cost because obviously uh it is it's not the the it market can. in india yeah it's the market in india and the market in, market abroad is are different and it has to be cost effective so right. Yeah. Right. so um so you when did you start training you been training a while i started i started training in 2014 december shit uh, yeah when when IJJ was based out of energy fitness and you you train uh do you train on and off do you train regularly uh what you seen yeah so i trained uh i trained uh continuously for uh, from 2014 till 15 and then i had to go abroad so there was a gap there mm-hmm. uh, and then i came back started training so it was on and off but yeah so so it's um it's obviously it's you and parish uh that have started this company correct Yes so uh, when when i had that idea we uh, because paris is a martial artist too so we got together and we thought let's let's start something last the last little bit about parish man um, he couldn't be here today but because we were having some um, issues with people talking over each other on this <laughs> we tried one of those and it didn't work out very well uh, so right. about parish man please yeah so paris has been been my good friend from right from college uh both of us are martial artists we have uh, done karate in uh, college for 5 years uh got our black belts there came here and he went to a different uh, uh state of course what what karate is this uh sebukan okay so i think that's how any any martial artist uh, starts uh, their martial art journey most of them so we started there came came to bangalore and then uh, uh, paris couldn't be with uh, with me at that point but he started his own um, uh, training in ranchi where he was based uh, to a point where he started teaching the people there in ranchi so yeah and currently uh, he's a partner of course and uh, yeah he's working and uh, working together with me in the business and that's so it's, it's just you two or you have a full i mean i'm obviously you have a full team um, but um, how many more people do you have on board with you man that are designers in terms of uh just your operations team also i mean i'm sure you so we we have around like four to five people that we constantly work with regarding our, if you are talking about the design team we have four to five people on our hand whom we uh, work on a contract basis because obviously we are not a full fledged uh, we don't have our office and we don't have a full fledged office but then uh, we have four to five people that we that work on a design team we have uh, two people that work on social media uh we handle the i handle the logistics paris handles the finance and so everything is segregated uh, in it and now uh devo is a partner <coughs> that's uh, yeah so devo is now a partner of uh, 411 oh shit so, so he's going to be repping the 
brand real hard at the tournament, huh? Well, he has to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, um, so we have an announcement to make in terms of um, the oh, yeah. leverage fight night. Um, so and this announcement is make uh, Saikat. Why don't you make the announcement? I think it's better if it yeah, comes. Exactly, up. Saikat, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, Pro Eleven is going to uh, uh, sponsor the winner of uh, Leverage Fight Works. Uh, me, Ashwin, and Mohit had been talking about and pondering on it uh, for a long time. But uh, what we thought would be good is uh, to have a sponsorship uh, on the table uh, because I think that's I think we can all agree on the fact that that's something which is the need of the hour for the BJJ community, and that's what we would be doing at the tournament. Yeah, man, and thank you for doing that. I mean, um, um, what's your competition really in this market? We, I mean, I, if I were to even go and try to find somebody else to sponsor these guys, I wouldn't know where to go. Yeah, I mean, see, that has been our challenge. And just like you found us uh, at the ABCC tournament, uh, there are a lot of people like that who haven't really found us uh, yet. So our purpose of going to the ABCC tournament was to give that exposure and, you know, so that even if people are not buying, they will at least be aware of the fact that there's a brand called 411 Fightwear where they can come approach and get all their, uh, you know, BJJ accessories that they want. And uh, sponsorship is one thing which hopefully uh, uh, down the line, I cannot say for sure right now, but down the line, maybe we can have a lot of things in place regarding on the sponsorship aspect also. Are you currently training? You've been training recently? I mean, uh, no, um, it, I, I'll be honest, I haven't been uh, training for quite some time. Uh, that's because of the work uh, that I have right now. Uh, I mean, I had at that point and I was busy. So, But uh, at this point, uh, during this time, I think I, I, as soon as this lockdown ends, I will get back on the mats and uh, yeah, continue training. And um, so a while back, um, even we tried uh, to start a jiu-jitsu apparel uh, brand. So we started uh, Figure 4 Fightwear. Yeah. But uh, so again, we were also thinking rash guard, shorts, geese, uh, the basic kind of wear that you need to train this stuff. Yeah. But of course, there were some challenges. So Mainly the, challenges, mainly the challenges we had were sourcing material, man. Uh, so, did you have that as well? Yes. So, well, that was a big, big challenge. Like getting the stuff, uh, getting all the logistics sorted from Pakistan, uh, getting it here. And there's a huge amount of uh, custom tax that you have to pay on that. Which oh, yeah. 200%, right? Yeah. So, the initial 100 Ds that we sold, we, we made a loss power, I don't know, about a lakh and a half on that. But then we were okay because of the fact that we were happy at the fact that we are giving good materials out there. People are liking it and, and that's our concern. But then when we understood that, you know, this cannot continue because we wouldn't be able to sustain. Right. But then we were still okay with getting things from Pakistan. But then the thing, scene happened where uh, we, the trade between India and Pakistan stopped. So I believe that everything that happens, happens for a good reason. So because of that, we uh, started looking for manufacturers in India. And currently, we are in a place where we uh, make all our stuff in India. Really? Yeah. So there is no. You have material that you you found the ghee material in India. Yes. So we have we did our and hence there was three to four months of reconnaissance that we did on this. Damn, we, dude. We we me Paris uh, uh, pretty much 
took our uh, zones that we are going to travel for in this month, next month. We traveled, find, found the manufacturers who are there in different places and then got our, you know, finally, after traveling and after visiting so many factories, so many of them, we found people who can do it. Paris told me about this. <clears throat> I was very uncertain that we can do this in India. But then Paris said, what is your fabric made out of? Then he said, cotton. And I was like, do, do you understand that cotton is yeah. one, it's, it's one of the material that is manufactured here uh, uh, on a big scale? It's polyester cotton though, right? It's not... I don't know. The ones that you have, the, the, the good ones, the ones, those are made of purely of uh, cotton. So, so, so then I told him and then he, then he's like, you know, we, I'm sure we there, there will be a lot of manufacturers. We just need to find the people to actually go ahead and do it. So then we went ahead. I was very unsure till the point that we actually <laughs> found and then we were like, oh, damn, like you were right about it. So, then, so entirely, so our focus right now, oh, based on the market that we see and the kind of potential that uh, India has, I think we can manufacture pretty much everything here. We didn't, we don't really have to depend on getting stuff from abroad at all. I mean, I noticed you guys have delved into like uh, tape and stuff also, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so uh, we were just testing out products regarding what are the kind of essentials that, that BJJ needs and the kind of one of the, uh, everything comes from a, Whatever we have done came from a need. Right. We, we understood that the, the thicker tape that is there, it's, it's very difficult to tie around your fingers because there are joints, isn't it? Yeah. So we went for a thinner one so that's easier to tie around your fingers and stuff. So what about like, are you, are you going to get into the CBD market after this? What's next? Uh, <laughs> let, let, let's see. Uh, well, there are a lot of stuff to do before getting into that. <laughs> uh, maybe hopefully one day. Too, yeah. Let's see. So any new products, uh, anything that you're planning to come out after lockdown? Uh, yes, uh, there are a lot of, uh, one of the products that we were looking at was the rash guards and shots, which is, which we are having difficulty uh, on because of the quality, because uh, we have people to do it, but then they are doing it. We are not really happy. So we don't really want to put it out in the market. Uh, so that's something which is going to come after. Then we are also looking into the venue of, uh, MMA uh, uh, to go into that sector because both of these are interrelated in a way. So that's something that you can expect to see us uh, doing after the lockdown. What about judo gis, man? Have you thought of that? Yes, we have thought about it. uh, But uh, that's the thing that uh, we haven't uh, yet gone into the area to actually do our research on that. Uh, I'm sure we just, to be honest, we, we don't, just want to take the geese which are available and then sell it. We want to have our own identity. So there, there has to be some amount of research done from our end before we actually say that we are going to go into the Judo market. But yes, I understand that there's a potential in that. And that's, that's something which is on the table as well. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, do you have any, like, um, so apart from the book, any other athletes that, uh, particularly you are looking to sponsor or you're looking at what idiot pay attention he isn't sponsoring Devok Devok is a partner well yeah, yeah okay yeah Devok is a partner but it's uh, I mean do you want to get more guys on your roster as athletes for 411 yes of course and uh, that's 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 something that uh, this uh, idea about sponsoring someone at this leverage fight night is going to give us a good idea about uh, 
the kind of potential that I, I know that there's a lot of potential, but then, then the logistics around how to work around that this particular event is going to give us an idea on that. Uh, of course, I mean, we would want the entire community to be on our roster, to be honest, but uh, whom to have, we need to understand that. So going down the line as, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that there would be more of leverage bike nights and other tournaments. We are also hoping, man. Let's see how this works out because... Um, yeah, and I would like to take out the time to say that you guys have done a really, really good job regarding the regarding setting because one of the areas that we lack in is having a good good tournament, right? And also having some uh, financial benefits out of it because a lot of people, as Piyush said in his podcast earlier, that people who are totally depending on the uh, 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 jiu as a source of income are suffering, right? Because of this. Yeah. So you've been, you've been listening to our podcast, man. Damn. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think this is a one. This, this is this is what this kind of podcast is needed. Uh, uh, we haven't been doing it on a regular basis, and you know, uh, never really uh, what you say taken the step to go ahead and do all of this stuff. While outside, like people listen like avidly to all of these podcasts. So I think this can be a very big thing in the future, dude. I thought it was just Mohit getting onto the app and just risk of subscribing over and over again and listening to the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, to hear that, man, because we talk a lot of shit and then it's interesting that people actually listen to us. And no, I mean, they, I mean the, the fact that uh, you guys put up, the fact that you guys are catering to the BJJ community, talking about all of these things, uh, this kind of discussion is important. We all have had this discussion in the gyms, right? Yeah, exactly. About so many things. But it, it just makes sense to have it out there so that people can listen to it. And if somebody can gain something out of it, why not, man? Like, we should have done this earlier. Than now, Absolutely. So. Uh, do, do you have a full-time job? Is that your only full-time job? Do you do something else with it? Uh, yeah. Because I know Parash does something else, right? Yeah, so uh, Paris is a civil engineer and I'm a civil engineer too. Oh yeah, so he is a manager currently at a company called Mekon. So he has a 9 to 5 job. I work as a transportation consultant in a company called WSP. So again, 9 to 5 job. Shit. So working there and then coming back and then working to the business. So it's just the past one year or two year has been just about that. You know? And... Um, what are the guys, I mean, um, I'm guessing you, like you mentioned earlier, you, uh, you beta tested on all the guys at IJJ. Yeah. Um, so what were the problems that they first came up with when you first came up with your geese and you first gave it to them to try on as test dummies? Yeah. So one of the things uh, they like the quality, they like that the material was a light was lighter than the geese that they were currently using. <clears throat> and the fact that, uh, you, you are getting it here in India. Right. One of the issues was that it was a little longer than the other geese. Uh, and second saying that we had a little bit of issue regarding figuring out the sizes. Right. Because the US size and the Indian body size are different. Absolutely. Uh, we did not realize that until the point we beta tested it. And then we realized like, oh, okay, wait. Uh, what are the sizes there? The, the, the body types available in the, in the US and abroad. And so we realized there's a considerable difference between those two. So then we went back and made this geese that you see currently, which are on sale right now, are actually made for the Indian sizes. Interesting. So how does the sizing work now? Does an, is an A2 like an A3? Or... So uh, in, uh, in, so US's, uh, in the US size of A2 would be our um, 
A A one here. A one. So, yeah. Interesting. So, because me more than I have both A A A twos. I think right. What? Yeah. U S A two. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. I know there's a difference in no, between. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, the U- A three, right? Yeah. U S size A one would be our uh, A two. Absolutely. So, so it goes in that fashion. So that's when we made the change, and uh, we have had issues because uh, there's uh, there's a certain range that you generally have uh, regarding the height and the weight where uh, people uh, fall in an A one category and A two category. For some people, uh, you know, the length was a little shorter. For some people, the length was too much. You know, so we had to put that in place. That uh, currently, how we work is. We tell them to tell them their height and weight, and then we tell them what is the B size that they are going to be okay with. And thankfully, it has worked out well so far. So that I mean, nothing beats that, I guess. Right? You have a size chart, or you just ask them basically straight up. Currently, we just ask them because it's very difficult to make a size chart at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and if you just the problem is if you have a size chart, you put it up, people buy it, and if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, right? Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. We urge them that you just please give us a call and speak to us, and then <laughs> we'll tell you. Yeah, but I mean everything then falls into place. Even your belt sizes and all will be. I mean, will adjust accordingly. Um, uh, your patches and logos. The these are all IBJJF legal and all that. Yes, yes. So we our gears, our our designs, and everything that we have uh, gone, we have seen like the standards which are available in uh, IBJJF, and so we have kept it same so that anyone who is wearing our gear, they can go to and compete in an IBJJF. So, um, what was? How did you get in touch with ADCC? Did they get in touch with you? How did you end up uh, opening up there at the event? Uh, yeah. So we heard about uh, ADCC. Uh, uh, like the tournament happening, and uh, uh, I, we personally thought that it's time that we put ourselves out there because if we haven't gone there, you wouldn't have known us, and we wouldn't be having this podcast today. So we thought about that, and that people get should know us, and then we contacted Siddharth because Siddharth was organizing the entire thing, uh, and then he put me in touch with people who are having stalls and who are organizing the stall sections, and then that's how we went and set that entire thing. I mean, I wouldn't have seen you. I don't know how Mohit found you. Uh, yeah, we, uh, that's what. Like, I'm. I was surprised Mohit found us. Uh, we were surprised that anybody found us because we were at the corner of our. I think. <laughs> I think now that I think back, you were behind a guy who was making cocktails behind a pillar. Yeah. yeah then there was a biryani shop, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so they they had put all the food up front, and I saw these guys. Uh, I. believe along with polytag mats right um who are incidentally also supposed to be uh, part of leverage fight night and are a part uh, of leverage fight night sorry who are a part of leverage fight night yes who are supposed to be a part of leverage oh, fight yes. night yes yes yes, yes, yes. um <laughs> and in the future <laughs> so, <laughs> uh and just got talking to saikat and uh, to be honest like their stuff looked really good like it seemed you know we I, you've been to a lot of these competitions where you see uh, people promoting their stuff and you're like man this is not up to par with what they have at world standards uh, man i've seen some trash geese bro sorry i have seen some trash geese. i was just going to say do you remember like Don't take names. I know, I know. But do you remember the first geese we ordered 
um dude those are not bad at all how dare you you are not bad but i tell you what the issue was and psycho please feel free yeah. to give us info on these they were tamagis from pakistan i thought we were name dropping <laughs> but anyway that's it's it's nothing to do with so, no, no. yeah yeah so uh, but generally i found with most indian gees or most uh, you know whatever local gees is and especially for jiu jitsu that they are too heavy like the material is either too hard or the gees are too heavy so uh 411's gear in that regard was uh, really good so yeah. i don't know if you've seen that psychat in the gees that you researched i have i have, we have seen uh, shit gears as well and uh, that's just <laughs> straight uh, up <laughs> according to my calculations correct me if i'm wrong i'm not gonna, i'm not going to take names now because now it matters you have two competitors in the market today correct uh, are you talking to me yes i'm talking to you yeah two right now uh, currently one i can think of uh really? yeah two to be honest <laughs> um they're not very good geese to be honest um but you guys um we so like more mentioned earlier we had started uh 411 fight where um straight from pakistan those geese were not bad at all hmm. um and your geese are those geese just basically customized and much better material lighter Yeah, no, the ones that you saw there at the event were all made in India. Those were not from Pakistan. I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so I like those Pakistan geese, but your geese, I haven't got the chance to wear one. But um, from what I've seen, and um, this is lighter, right? Yeah, it's it's much lighter. So what, Mohit, the ones the geese that you found were what what most people do in order to cut cost and stuff. They usually take the material from which the judo geese are made from. Mm. so what happens it ends up being heavier all the time right so you uh, uh so you have to so we didn't really want to do that because what's the purpose then right we might as well start a judo shop somewhere yeah it's either too heavy or way too light yeah right. and the light ones then end up tearing basically so what what is what is yours uh, 450 gsm or 550 or lighter Our, ours ours is 425 gsm that we use quite damn Yeah, so the the so the that's what we did. There's a lot of research that goes in, you know, trying to get the correct material and stuff like that. We just have to do lab tests, find out, get the manufacturers, and it it sounds easy, but trust me, it isn't. Does uh does IBJJ have have a weight limit on the geese? Uh, uh, IBJJF. I think they. I I'm not really sure regarding the weight limit that they use. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I think they were. it shouldn't be heavier i think 550 and all shouldn't be the ones that so no so you have basically what the world has been trying to do they're trying to make ultra light uh geese that's what you guys have managed to do that's pretty cool man and locally uh we yeah. tried our best and were very unsuccessful with that <laughs> yeah largely we had to end up resorting to the pakistan tactics and logo slaps to yeah. uh, we are also working on getting those geese much lighter than this uh because we still feel that it can be a little more lighter so all that work is going on in the background so it will it will come in the picture at some point so uh what about uh, and again i have no um 
expert at all. But what about using hemp as a raw material? Yeah, as Mohit, you fucking stone. Look, where hemp is a much stronger fiber than cotton. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. And, and that's like not just uh, me talking about the benefits of hemp or the product or the you know crop but in general as a fiber of <laughs> <crop>. clothing <laughs> it's uh, supposed to be stronger more durable last longer than cotton yeah to be to be honest what mohit says is correct uh, i mean it is durable and it is stronger uh, but before we venture it uh, venture into those kind of stuff where we have uh, different designs different fabrics of these we first need to establish that people know us and also need to establish the fact that we just we are not just there as a brand to sell our gigs, but also there as someone who cares for the athletes who are there. So that's the first goal that we want to establish. I mean, of course, if if that happens, uh, once we understand that people are loving our gigs and showing that uh, uh, the the demand that uh, we expect out of them, all of these are just going to come one after the other, you know. So. And uh, what are the major um, problems that you faced? I mean, of course, brand recognition is something that any new uh, company struggles with anything else that, that has really been an issue in this country that with the with the, with the product you're producing right now uh, yeah one 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 thing was uh, uh, the price of course which price to set it uh, set uh, the geese at uh, we, in our research we have found that there are a lot of uh, people selling uh, geese for 10k for 12k so we were thinking, you know, what is the what would be the correct price that we, that we would set uh, our gi so that most of the people can access. So we did a research on the kind of people training jujitsu. So if you look at the data, most of the people training jujitsu are college-going students. There, are, if you if the percentage of people who are professionals are very less compared to the people who are college-going kids. Yeah, for sure. Between the range, age range of seventeen to twenty-two. Now you tell me, how would they afford a ten k gi? Right. So what we did was uh, we decided that it's fine if we keep a very, very, very low margin for our profit, but it should be accessible to the people. So, okay. so that's what we. That was one of the challenges that we faced. Uh, and uh, other than that, uh, it was good uh, setting up our website, which is like the normal thing, and reaching people. You know, to, I, I think one of the major challenge that we still face right now is to make people aware of the fact that we are a business who values the athletes right. the message that I want to send across to all the people who are listening and to you guys as well we are just not a business for the sake of business or for making money in general but for the fact that you know um, we care about you so. I mean that's why we wanted to partner with you guys because uh, our goals for this tournament are exactly the same um, we are. I don't think we're going to make money on this tournament. Um, but see, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, because because the goal is much higher than the uh, than your uh, current thing, isn't exactly. it? We are losing a lot of money on this tournament, but um, I'm doing it so that these guys don't have to struggle with what I have struggled with. Exactly my point. Exactly. Uh, so I'm hoping that people message us and just want to get on this tournament at the moment, man. Yeah. Uh, in terms of getting into the gyms, I know uh, we are working on bringing you into our gym, uh, which is Warriors Cove. Yeah. Um, you're already in IJJ. Um, any other gyms you are looking at currently to get into? 
Uh, well, we have had a word with uh, yeah. Please go ahead. Your question. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Uh, we have we had had a word with the uh, Alpha Omega uh, gym in. Yeah. Calc- but we haven't really gone into a process of having a deal done yet. Yeah. Uh, but we we spoke to them long time uh, back. We need to get back to speaking to them as well. You spoke to uh, Shiba. Shiba, yes. We He's had him, we had him on. Um, when was this? Last, last week. It's coming out this Saturday. It is the most entertaining podcast you will ever listen to in your life. <laughs> yeah. No exaggeration. <laughs> Uh, then we had Superhuman Gym as well, whom we are talking, which we found at the corner. What is Superhuman Gym? Where is it? A Superhuman Gym is based in Manipal. Very uh, modest name. <laughs> it's based in Manipal, and we met him at the tournament. Uh, so we are speaking to them as well. And uh, we, the last we spoke was that because of the COVID nineteen, the gyms are closed. So once this uh, ends, we can you know start the talks again. So superhuman gym, it's an MMA gym or it's strictly BJJ? It's MMA, BJJ, all, 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 all together. And for gyms like this, um, you can also do like custom rash guards and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, uh, Ashwin, coming to your question about the challenges, this is one challenge as well. That when when we come going to the area of custom things, uh, if you look at the other brands which are already established, uh, for them it's just like you know you can create your own design. We are going to send it to you. But right, for yeah. us at the moment, it has to be in bulk. Otherwise, it's very difficult to have one rash guard done custom, like customized for one person, you know. Uh, but yeah. And actually, it just doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but someday, for sure. Yeah, soon, man. Soon, 12G, man. the rash guard, you can have your mom's face on it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warriors would be. Uh, uh, Another one where we would have customized keys. Uh, awesome. So, but again, that's in bulk. So it's easier for us to, and as long as we are getting that, you know, it's, it's, it's good at the moment. So uh, where are these keys manufactured in Delhi, somewhere else? So uh, we have uh, three zones. Uh, uh, we, we understand that we cannot rely on one particular manufacturer. So our manufacturers are based, uh, some of them are based in the north, some of them based in the south. We are currently looking for some manufacturers in the east where, because if you have this different locations, uh, manufacturers in different locations, it gets easier to do the logistic aspect and stuff like that. So, and I'm guessing this is just, this is not the same company uh, that's manufacturing the different, different uh, units separate, uh, exclusive to each other. Uh, no, some of them, some of them manufacture MMA stuff. Some of them manufacture BJJ stuff. Some okay. of them do both. Some of them actually don't, but then they have an idea, and then you know we work with them to get a get like tell them the process, uh, how it is, and stuff like that, and then they send us a sample, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, we are working uh, working in this fashion. This whole industry is in a very nascent stage. Yeah. And, um, so. For our uh, Jaipur Academy, Ashwin uh, and I and Jangi, we decided that we should get some ball mats uh, made. Mohit, Mohit, for the longest time, <laughs> said, listen guys, we need wall mats, we need wall mats, we need wall mats, we need wall mats. Okay, so the reason behind that is because half our academy, so when we started in Jaipur, right, half our academy had like a glass wall. And it was on an elevated platform, which was uh, not, you know, 
secured by concrete. So it was on metal pillars. The academy floor was shaking literally, and mm-hmm. on the side that it was shaking was glass walls. Right. And I was like, oh, somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to get thrown out of this glass wall. And uh, so I was like, Ashwin, let's get some wall mats. Yes, so, so we make mats as well. So if you need, you can let us know. Who makes mats? We, we four eleven. What? Yes, we haven't heard. Why have you not told us this? <laughs> Why? Because we have we had done the mat scene in bulk quantities. Like we had uh, uh, the chance to set up like a few uh, home gyms that people were looking at. We did in Pune, one in Mumbai, uh, one in Calcutta. Uh, so these were individual people contacting us because they wanted to set up things at their house. Yeah, you have a question. Important there. question. <laughs> you have those flush, beautiful mats that you can sleep on. Yes, we do. Not just the puzzle match, the other ones. Are you tired those? So when, see, that, why, why do I say that 411 is different from the Because we don't want to sell the normal puzzle match. Because you get that anywhere and everywhere, right? Shut yeah. up. I don't fucking know this, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we haven't spoken about this. Why this we put it up everything. Up. Sorry? This changes everything. You know, Mohit and I are opening a new gym, right? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned this before, as I remember. Welcome on board. You know this shit. Mohit, did you know this? This is a new way of yeah, doing This was my segue, bro. You knew this? Yeah, I was just going to segue into this that we had bad match. I believe. Why have you not told I me that? I'm going to go to Amazon or Alibaba. I don't know. Anyway, Saika, uh, when did you start making match, bro? <laughs> we, have, we started making match last year itself. We haven't put that on our website because. Thanks, uh, Mohit. <laughs> so we have put it up on our website where we do it on a pre-order basis for the gyms. Uh, we spoke to a few gyms, but uh, you know the uh, the order didn't come through or something didn't work out uh, and yeah. stuff. But we we were lucky that I that we were able to help people who wanted to set up their home gyms. So yeah, so you have the mats ready, and whenever you want, you can have it. Have you done any commercial facilities um, or industrial ones? What industrial jiu-jitsu is happening? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, but like a very large-scale gym, like a UFC gym, I, I guess you know that'd be huge to mat out the whole thing. Yes, we have the capacity to do that as well. Uh, we were some, there were some new gyms opening, like Realm Fight Club. They were opening a new gym in Kormangala, Uh and there was a huge space that they wanted the mats for. Unfortunately, the din didn't go through, but uh, we were we were, we are more than capable of covering those kind of areas, so it's not going to be a problem. Uh, to give you an idea, you have uh, I don't know if you have guys been to IJJ. Uh, no. Uh, so if you if you are there, like so Rohit has this very good process where he does everything and researches everything. So whenever he uh, so when he set up the mats, I was there. Uh, laying the mats down, so how the foam goes, how many layers goes, etc., etc. So we have tried to keep, keep the same thing, but ready-made panels for you guys. So you can just have it, put it up in place, and start training. So do you have options with the the mat covers? Is it is it like the slippery top? Is it a mat finish? What is it? Currently, the ones that we have is a little bit on the mat finished uh, area. Okay, perfect. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it is it, uh, the, normally the mats if you uh, are get slippery with sweat and stuff so this ones wouldn't slip as much uh, so you can put that in place set it up and uh, yeah start training damn dude yeah. Boy, yeah, tu kuch bata nahi mujhe, yaar. 
यार वो कोरोना की वजह से जिम स्टॉल हो गया मैंने कहा अभी तो क्या बताऊंगा यार तुझे वोट यू मीन स्लैकमेट्स no no actually uh, so saikar is at my home as of now because uh, he travels often from from his home to my home. you you are bangalore right are you in bangalore yeah i am in bangalore as of now okay cool 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 so um shit man you guys are lucky you have <laughs> you can at least meet each other yeah right right <laughs> you guys you guys uh, can't meet each meet each other we are not, we're not that close I have been. Uh, this is this has been the longest we have not met since we met. I don't think. I don't think it's that far. I think Mohit Ashwin. I mean, you just live. I mean, one is in phase two and was in one is in phase one. I think. Right? No, no, no. I, the, I live in phase two, but the gym is in phase one. Mohit lives in Delhi. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the borders Mohit, are still sealed. I don't consider Mohit my equal, so we don't meet that much. Right. Yeah. Plus, like it's uh, not fun for anyone to meet Ashwin, so nobody like goes out of their way. Okay, चल मिलेगा वो training के लिए तो ठीक है मिलना पड़ता है. Yeah, exactly. And so, people so, only use uh, meet Mohit so they can use him as a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what a lot of this up to? I mean, uh, like how you are, you know, managing your time during this. <laughs> I'm training, man. Um, so luckily, I live two minutes away from my academy. Okay, and I have one of my students who's been stuck there. And he's been staying there, so yeah. I've been getting training on with him. Um, Mohit, on the other hand, Mohit, what have you been up to? Tell us, day drinking? Mostly, like some days uh, gets really depressing, man. So I crack open the bottle pretty early. Not only <laughs> this, this, this podcast is my only therapy and connection with the world. Now, what else? Allah, sabko thodi phone kar sakte ho. This is a good way to just like you know. Let it out there. So yeah, about three o'clock usually. Uh, vodka whiskey. I mean, today was great. We didn't have uh, three three o'clock. Yeah, like on the days we don't have class, Ashwin. Three <laughs> p.m. You start drinking. Three, four. You know, it's fine. Pata hi nahi chalta. Talk about this, bro. <laughs> so morning, you know, is yoga workout. Then by the afternoon, I'm like, yo, I'm done. Little drink, relax. nap so uh guys tell us what is like have you guys had some major arguments about the geese and about the products you've been pushing out oh i mean you know business is not as easy as it looks i mean and when we when uh, two partners are on board there are always difference of opinion so it's like, <laughs> you know, always on i mean we have we have so much difference of opinions in any product that we want to launch I mean, he doesn't like design that he comes. Uh, I come up with, or like I don't like the design. Finally, you know, at some time, I think we both have to come to a consensus where we both have to think for the business. At that point of time, uh, we make sure that you know whatever we are doing as a unit, uh, it's for the business and it's for the people. 
So that's one, how we deal with it. One thing we have initially agreed on is that uh, we are going to have our differences and we all are friends. But when it comes to business, let's just put our opinions as clear as we can and as bluntly as we can on the table and make sure no one feels bad about it. No, don't take personally because if you are not accepting your idea, your idea might be good for you, but it might not be good for the business. So that, if they go into the picture right now, we have three minds. Awesome. Right? So, so again, that's a very grown up way of looking at it. Uh, yeah, Ashwin. When Mohit and I are working together, Mohit is telling Ashwin to learn something. This is how grown ups deal with things. Not now. Shut up. I mean, guys, if I if I were to just post the WhatsApp that he sent me before this podcast started, all it was was just like cursing me. Ke, to chutia, to ye, to wo, to. I was like, bro, like we've got to get this thing started. Let's go. Abhe chal, abhe chal. Yo, I'm like, <laughs> you see, but the way that I see it, you need two different minds always in a business. If both the both the minds are working on the same track, it's never going to work. Trust me. You, uh, one person has to hold the base, another person has to fly, while the other person holds flies and uh, tops, bro. I completely okay. agree with you. Always flying, bro, because you just yeah. I'm gonna say, Ashwin, let me fly, man. <laughs> let me go, bro. Why are you trying to stifle my shit? <laughs> the thing is, he's never on this planet, so I can't. Talk with him. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I work on the philosophy. Uh, you know, like there is always someone smarter than you at the table. So uh, some of the things Saikath is really, you know, he comes up with genuine ideas. And I, I really hate to say this, but I love those ideas sometimes. <laughs> but but I hate to say that it was his ideas and all. So, <laughs> and, so that's why I mean, you work with the smarter people than you, and then, than you are and you come up with some beautiful products. So that's the whole beauty of working for it. What are you listening? And I think well, both, yeah. Mohit, both Mohit and you, uh, Ashwin, both of you make a great pair. Like business partners. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's one one thing that we will see, I think, in the future. Dude, you have no idea if on tournament day, right? So let me just go back to a few leverages when we used to have in-house tournaments, and this is when Mohit wasn't a partner or anything. Right. He was training then, back then. He was training, but he was shit. I mean, not yeah. much better now. We still. But, uh, so, <laughs> Mohit, I was competing at this tournament, okay? It was, I was still not an owner of the gym. It was Jahangir and it was uh, Rajiv Berry. And um, so, I was competing and Mohit shows up with a backwards hack hmm. at 10.30 oh, a.m. Hmm. Drunk out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. he did the entire tournament was talk shit to me. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I you don't know. this. I don't remember this. I was the guy. So you were talking shit to me. Remember that? I don't because I was drunk at ten thirty. So I was just talking shit. And so, guys, the story that follows after that tournament is also pretty, pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so me. basically, uh, leverage actually. Uh, Ashwin uh, put this on the first time, I believe, uh, in our old gym. Um, back around 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Ashwin? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was injured, so I wasn't competing. So I was like, fuck it, get drunk, see your boys compete, have a good time. Hmm. I didn't estimate how much fun it would be drinking 
at a tournament you know cuz like your boys are competing every, you know how <laughs> the tournament is right everyone's yeah, jacked yeah. up already yeah and uh, so things got out of hand the tournament lasted about 3 and a half 4 hours so from about 10 10:30 till about 2 o'clock right got hammered and generally we've had this tradition since then uh, that we're going to go out somewhere have some more drinks after uh, the tournament yeah now somehow it's become 6 in the evening and i'm still stuck <laughs> cake or beer layer and um, one of our like the table next to us and we have a few girls on the table and there's like eight of us guys and one of the tables next to us is slightly older men and uh, they took some offense to how loud we were being all right well ultimately scuffles uh, broke off yes. and uh, one yes. of our friends i don't know if you met zorawar he was holding on to this old sadarji guy by the collar and I, and sadarji was holding on to z by the collar so i came in there fully drunk trying to break it up yeah. and zorawar swung straight crack me on the side of the head <laughs> mr sadarji completely and uh, then a fight broke out then we kind of left from there but before leaving i swiped paji's uh, card from his pocket oh and uh, i mean then we it was not there so i card. was an accessory to this crime just putting this out there before he was ashan was driving the car so that's all the accessory <laughs> he was i in. left at 5 pm that day i was absolutely fine uh, mohit has just admitted to stealing on a podcast so um well done mohit <laughs> no I, i mean we took it we didn't do anything with it we just probably prevented him from getting more drunk i was not even there you were there ashwin don't lie oh maybe he did leave i have otherwise i remember that <laughs> yeah so so a lot of times was spent like this no. uh, in early years of guys more or no mohit listen mine i'm not i'm not speaking for you i'm talking for myself there you go so Yeah, it was fun. Tournaments are going to be fun. I don't think this one will be like that. Let me just say that's why I moved to this side of the thing. I'm not. I'm going to organize it, not be a part of it drunk. And yeah. he's also he's also so hopefully he'll go up better. He's a married man now. <laughs> oh. And but just in case, keep your wallets in in the car. Yeah. But, uh, like Ashwin said, we're not making money on this one, so keep <laughs> chance uh, for uh, out in the open at your own risk, car. Huh? <laughs> we see it we take it there's only mistakes i think mohit learns from his mistakes yeah right no 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 mohit you either win or you learn there's no losing <laughs> just shut up mohit just shut up man so um this is your first podcast yeah 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 i mean we are happy that uh, you have us um, on the podcast today um one of our means to reach a lot of people uh, you know to tell them what we started out the vision we started out for and uh, hopefully they'll listen to it and get an idea what we stand for you know so thank you for having us on so you come to gurgaon for work right yeah basically my work you know as of now my project work is in gurgaon nearby gurgaon so you went back as soon as this uh, covid thing started yeah okay cool smart smart yeah man a lot of people are stuck like it's it's pretty messed up so yeah and i feel good that you're with you feel bad for the people oh 
back for the people who are stuck at this point i would also like to mention the fact that we we started a campaign for the people i think mohit is aware of that and mohit uh, right. thanks to you thanks to ashwin and warriors co for contributing so generously for the for the uh, donation uh, charity and for the donation that we have campaign that we have uh, organized uh there are still a few i mean I, i would also like to tell all the people who are listening to this to go and contribute to uh, uh our donation campaign that is mainly for the people uh, for the migrant workers uh and uh, people who do not have access to uh, uh normal pp and other safety uh, equipments with them so you can go and contribute there and we have, we have been optimistic and put a goal of 1 lakh we have raised about 26672 rupees till now yeah. uh, so hopefully we can get uh, help us reach that goal it's for them so they can benefit out of this you know? parash can you saikat uh, uh, parash can you guys send me a link um i'm what i'm going to do is i'm going to just post it on the warriors co instagram as well and as well as leverage works instagram yeah um, but where can we find a link to this if you would look for it Yeah, you would currently find the link on our bio, four eleven Instagram page. Uh, if you go there, you would find the link on our bio. There, we have also put uh, the links on our personal Instagram handles. You can find it there as well. And got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. we can create a story uh, like tomorrow again. Put a put a link on your website if people uh, go there as well, like a pop up or something. If you can, yeah, we already uh, have. We already have a tab on our website called COVID nineteen. We have created awesome. there. Can, so we, can we put it on uh, on the bio for this podcast? Uh, yeah, sure, you can. You can. Hey, Instagram makes it a little hard, but we'll figure something out. We'll definitely promote it on uh, when this comes out, man. Yes, and man. the campaign is on this whole month as well for donations. Yes, yes, yes. So we awesome. have been extending the date as the lockdowns are getting extended. uh we had initially done till uh you know uh, the mid of april then we extended it till the first of may now we have extended it till the end of this and then we'll keep it on till the end of may awesome okay. awesome uh one last thing before uh we end this guys yeah um, i saw that the government is planning on uh opening up gyms from the 17th in karnataka so what do you have you heard anything on that front do you guys have any information that we don't uh no currently we don't and uh, uh i mean even though we are seeing a lot of people going out uh, at the moment i'm really not sure if 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 uh, you know people going out in general from last two weeks was a good idea um uh, because i'm having i'm we are monitoring the cases that are on the rise in karnataka in general there are little cases in bangalore but i i mean it would be good if the gyms of there's nothing more that i would want myself but if it does i'm just afraid that this if it increases then we would be close, we, we would have our shops closed for quite some time after that so that's my only concern that yeah. makes sense dude cool yeah awesome guys thanks for coming on uh, we really appreciate your time uh, thanks uh, thank mohit thank you so much thanks good night boys thank you good guys night. appreciate it man thank you guys thank, thank you, you. Bye. bye bye